And welcome back to the Learning Man Podcast. My name is Omar Cantu. I am your host on this journey. And uh, during the pandemic, I actually started this project uh, that kind of um, evolved into uh, the podcast. About halfway through the process of actually uh, shooting the documentary, shooting these interviews, I realized that some of these stories just need to exist on their own just the audio and that some of these stories would be so much stronger if you just heard them and let your imagination do the rest of the work over the next few episodes i wanted to share the audio from several of those interviews with you in this next episode we're going to be speaking to raj shah raj is a good friend of mine Um, He is originally from Buffalo, New York, and his family moved to the United States from South Asia. Um, We have had some really in-depth one-on-one conversations, uh, everything from, you know, what it is to be a man to, you know, different um, South Asian stereotypes. We've had all different types of deep talks. Raj agreed to be a part of the documentary process, and... um, I was super taken back um, when he opened up to me about several of the stereotypes that he has had to overcome throughout the years, especially throughout his childhood. You know, I'm just really, really happy to have had the opportunity to be able to get this interview, to be able to share this with you. You know, a lot of times, you know, we are all kind of, you know, stuck in our bubbles. And because of this, we often don't have the opportunity to be able to have open, honest conversations with people that are outside of our core demographic. For me, I mean, I'm from a really small South Texas town where, you know, the majority of the uh, brown kids, which is the majority of the entire town, were all of the, you know, Mexican-American variety. Um, I never had an opportunity to be able to open up and have deep conversations with, uh, let's say, you know, a South Asian man, um, someone from India. And for me personally, it was just really interesting and really refreshing, I guess, to get an idea of the types of stereotypes that we all have to overcome, right? Um, Stereotypes that we hear that we have to just break it down and, and recognize the fact that at our core, we are all the same we're all kind of yeah there's cultural differences here and there but for the most part we're human and we're we're people and we all kind of are trying to find happiness and let everyone else know that we are trying to just be the best people that we can possibly be and we're just trying to be loved and we're trying to love others and we want to be acknowledged and we want to be accepted for who we are. So with that, this is Raj Shah. This is The Learning Man. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Raj Siddhartha Shah. I actually don't talk like this at all. My name is Raj, and I talk like this. Cut.
Not all racial stereotypes are meant to be negative. Some about South Asian and East Asian people that were good at math, computers, were highly intelligent and analytical, but that we lack social competence, were awkward around women, we don't know how to be creative or to do anything really that's outside the box, were timid, were not aggressive, were, were not assertive, is what society tells you and me. And that has never, ever been who I am. I might be good with numbers, I might be good with computers, but I'm really fucking good at learning how to draw. And I might look like a hairy piece of shit, but I got no problem going up to the hottest woman in the bar and spitting game. None of the racial stereotypes about Indian men that you have been told apply to me. And I've often been in scenarios where a person might expect stereotypical behavior out of me. But when it doesn't happen, they have a little bit of cognitive dissonance, they get uncomfortable. And that's natural. It's natural to be uncomfortable around or scared by what you don't understand or what goes against everything that you've ever been told. But maybe you need to stop believing everything you've ever been told and see things and people for who and what they actually are. This is the story of how I've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with the dark side of positive racial stereotypes. High school was an interesting time because I spent it in two different neighborhoods. The first two years, we lived in a suburb of Buffalo, New York. Your typical MAGA folk got called all kinds of names, shoved around because I was small. I was an Indian guy. They didn't know who I was. I might have been small, but that didn't stop me from talking. And I think a lot of people saw this Indian kid who didn't sort of shuffle in and, and fall in line with everybody else and everything, but who was loud and who would uh, crack jokes and, and kind of put himself out there. I think that rubbed people a lot the wrong way, maybe because they didn't understand it. And that, kind of vanished when I went to high school in a different neighborhood, a more wealthier, kind of white collar, you, you could say it's like Westlake out here. And that's when the positive stereotypes came in. If I didn't get good grades in chemistry, I was a douchebag. I was a loser. I wasn't going to go to a good college. and. The, this type of perception not only came at me from, you know, other Americans, but it came from my own kind as well. And sometimes that's where the enforcement of these stereotypes comes from. It, it comes from your own kind. So in some cases, you're kind of fighting a battle on multiple fronts. You're fighting the perception of who you're supposed to be by society at large. And you're also 
going against your own kind, telling you to fall in line and to not be different or to not disrupt the pack or do, do anything that's out of character. As immigrants from South Asia, from India, my parents wanted the best for me. They wanted me to enter a profession that was not only high income, but also respected in society. Something that they could brag about to their parents at home and other family members and cousins and everybody back in India. And I was luckier than most, because initially I did, I did become a geologist. I studied environmental science. It was only later in life after I was established that I actually dropped out of graduate school, quit my career as a geologist, and pursued my artistic uh, desires and became a digital product designer. But at first, there was a lot of pressure to pick a high-income, high-paying profession. My parents allowed me to, to choose that path in terms of what I wanted to do, whether it was being a doctor, lawyer, or engineer, but I was expected to take that path towards being uh, of a socioeconomic status at a certain level. That was expected. And ultimately, I, under, I understood it. But I always knew that, you know, whatever boxes, whatever guidelines or whatever frameworks others tried to put me in, most of the time it just never worked. It never applied. And I knew it wouldn't deep down. But I think it's only later in life that I actually gained the confidence to, to pursue what I really wanted and to do it on my own terms versus thinking about perception by my parents, by my peers, by family members, by anybody else. And I think ultimately that's what you have to do if you really want to be successful and happy in life at the same time. I think the first step of, of kind of getting ready to do that on my own terms and to, to really break out of, of the mindset and or expectation that my parents and others had of me, I think the first step was geographic distance. As, uh, you know, fortunate enough to get a job in California after graduating college, which is a long way away from Buffalo. And then I was even more lucky after that to find some work in Denmark. And, and so living on other coasts, living in Europe, you know, further away from my family allowed me to lean into my identity or, or who I knew I was deep down a lot more than, than I had previously been able to. So geographic distance, I think, was the first step of that. The second step was, was coming to terms with what I was doing on a daily basis, what I was doing with my life, and whether that really corresponded. Where that came from, even, was it rooted in my parents' expectations? Was it something I, I actually enjoyed doing? Um, and so that, that sort of been a gradual process over time, shaking off those expectations. I know South Asian Americans my age who still haven't been able to do that. They, they went into the career that their parents chose for them. They ended up with a partner that their parents chose for them of their same religion, community, everything. And so I think I've been a little bit 
more fortunate than most to, to shake off the weight of these expectations, but I think it's a gradual process. It's not something that happens overnight, and for some, it hasn't even happened yet. I would tell 13-year-old Raj to chill the fuck out, to relax, to be slightly more optimistic, to realize that, that you won't always be in this in your immediate surroundings, surrounded by the same people you were around. You will have the opportunity to, to go to different places, to do different things, interact with a wide variety of different people, and really develop a stronger sense of self. You'll really be able to pursue things that you never thought were possible. You will be able to accomplish things that you would think and say, oh, no, I could never do that. That's, that's not going to be me. You have the ability to do all those things and you will accomplish all of those things. It's just a matter of time. Some things are going to come later than expected. Some things are coming earlier than expected. And some things are coming right on time. And when that happens, you have to be ready for it. That's what I would tell 13-year-old Raj. And thank you so much for listening to the Learning Man podcast. My name is Omar Cantu. I could not thank you enough for joining me on this journey. If you enjoyed what you heard and would like some more of that content, we're going to be dropping new episodes every Friday. So make sure and hit that follow button wherever you listen to your podcast and write us a review because it really does help the channel. Share what topic you want to tackle next or maybe the name of a guest that you want to hear from. Thank you again for joining in this journey. It means so much to me.